Shulchan Aruchanav. We are in Simen Tav Tzadik Dalid. We are in the middle of Alacha Yud Tes, section 494. We are in the middle of learning the uh, 19th Halacha. And yesterday we brought a, a couple of statements from the Gemara. Because in the Halacha, it says that most Jews followed the practice uh, of Beis Shammai and brought their Kerbanis after the Yom Tiv of Shavuos and not on the day of Shavuos itself, like Beis Hillel says. So there are those that question, many authorities question this, because it doesn't mention anywhere that Beis Hillel retracted their opinion or behaved in accordance with the opinion of the school of Shammai. And they never resolved this based on an incident which was brought in Gemara Beitza. Um, it brought two different Gemaras. And the second one was from Chagiga, where basically Alexa died in Lud. Everyone gathered to eulogize him. And Tarfin said, he can't do this because it was Shavuos. So the Cham asked, can you even say that it was Shavuos? It was the day of Shavuos. Would they have come? No one's going to come to eulogize on Shavuos. You can't do that. So rather say that the reason they were not allowed to eulogize him was, was because it was the day when karbanas were offered, when sacrificial animals were offered. So based on these um, these two passages, now the Rebbe's statement in the main text can be explained. Even though Shavuos is a day when as we learned in Allah Yudchas in 18, one must eat and rejoice to show that the Jews are at ease and appreciative of the day when the Torah was given, the people would nevertheless refrain from offering their festive burnt offerings on that day because the meat of the burnt offerings was not eaten. The reason for the, this practice is that as a general rule, it is only permitted to prepare food on the Yom Tif that will be eaten on that day on the Yom Tif, even though bringing the festive burnt offerings would add to the person's joy on the Yom Tif, Since the meat from the sacrifice would not be eaten, people refrained from bringing this offering on the festival itself. Instead, they would offer the, the festive peace offerings on the Yom Tif itself for its meat could be eaten and offer their burnt offerings after the festival and as Altareb is going to now explain, a similar practice was developed with regard to Pesach and Sukkot based on this practice of not bringing burnt offerings on Shavuos. Okay, so as he explained, going back into the halacha now, that for these Jews, most Jews who followed, uh, brought their kabbanis after uh, Shavuos, this day was like the Yom Tov itself with regard to forbidding eulogizing the dead and fasting on this day. And that's why even now, when the base of Migdash has been destroyed, Eulogies and, and fasting are not permitted on the day after Shavuos. Now, the Taisu Zerid to Chagiga explains that seemingly the special status of the day after Shavuos should apply only in Eretz Yisrael. Because the day when sacrificial animals for the burnt offerings were slaughtered was the seventh of, Nis, of, of Sivan, which is the second festive day of Shavuos observed in the Diaspora. The eighth day of Sivan, which was the day after Shavuos outside of Israel in the Diaspora, wasn't given any special status in the era of the Bismigdash. So why outside of Eretz Yisrael should we treat the eighth day of Sivan, the day after Shavuos, any differently than a regular day? In resolution, Taisus Rit explains that in the era of the base of Mingdash, the people living in the diaspora observed Shavuos for two days and refrained from de- delivering eulogies and fasting on the eighth of Sivan because they were unsure of when Shavuos was to be celebrated. So even though now we have a set calendar, we nevertheless continue to observe this custom, their custom, I should say, in the present era. In Asicha, the Rebbe explains that there was never any question about the day when Shavuos was to be celebrated, since the celebration of Shavuos is not dependent on the day of the month, but rather on the completion of the counting of the Yomer, as we learn. Instead, the celebration of the second day of Shavuos was instituted by the sages only so as not to make any distinction between the festivals. So just like other holidays have two days, 
because of a doubt. Shavuos, which really do not have this doubt, we still want to make, don't want to make any distinction and also have two days. However, as the Chassam Sefer explains, that distinction elevates the status of the second day Shavuos celebrated in the Diaspora. In other words, it's a yamtiv not because of a doubt, but because of rabbinic decree. Based on this, the Rebbe explains why fasting and eulogies are forbidden on the 8th of Sivan. Why are we forbidden to fast, the Rebbe says? Because it's the day on which the sacrifices for the pilgrimage festival were offered. Seemingly, in the Diaspora, when the day following Shavuos is the 8th of Sivan, one should be allowed to fast. For the 8th of Sivan is not the anniversary of the day on which the sacrifices were brought. There is no doubt about this matter, and hence it should be permitted to fast on the day. Nevertheless, because our sages instituted the observance of the second day of Shavuos, not because of a doubt, but by virtue of a definitive decree, that day is considered as Shavuos, and the day following corresponds to the day on which the sacrifices were offered. Okay, continuing. The Allah, by contrast, unlike Shavuos, the day after the last days of Pesach and Sukkot were not days when sacrificial animals were slaughtered, even according to the school of Shammai. The reason it is that the burnt offerings brought by the pilgrims were offered on the day after the first day of the Yom Tif, which was Chalamayin. Therefore, the prohibition against fasting on these days stems merely from custom and not from the fundamentals of the law, as explained in section 429. So even though the day after these festivals is, is considered Isru Chag and is marked with certain distinctions, it does not have the same status as the day after Shavuos. This concludes Halacha, Yotas, and Tereshir.